It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. The body was found this morning. (laughs) Did I mention he was dead? Sometimes details get left out. I think you'd have to agree dead is a pretty important detail. Guess what? They haven't yet determined the cause of death. They being people who don't mind dealing with clammy former humans. But they are beginning to investigate, which brings us to you. Yes, Turns out, you are the last person to see him alive. Well, that is, if you killed him. If you didn't kill him, maybe you're the next to the last person to see him alive. But that's what they're trying to find out. That's what makes you a suspect, which means you are suspect. Because you are a suspect in life, you are suspect. But they already want to know your movements. Where did you go after having that discussion with him? Was it a discussion or might it better be phrased an argument? Did you threaten him? Honestly? Did you privately in your innards wish he was dead? Because you know, (laughs) turns out he is dead, that is. That becomes important to you because you did not like him. Am I right? You you thought uh, he stunk. I think that's what you said at the party. That guy stinks. Not no stink, you know, just overall a stinky mess. So you can hear the sirens coming for you. So, of course, they're going to know They're going to want to know what you did about that feeling of him stinking. They smile when you insist that you couldn't kill anyone. Here's the problem. That's, That's what every killer says. Have you ever heard a killer speak up and suddenly splurt out, now listen, since I'm a killer, I was well prepared to handle this particular disagreement. Every murder is a decision to do something quickly to handle a temporary situation which ends up being very permanent. Could you do it? I mean, this, this killing thing. Are you capable, which makes you a suspect, which means you're a suspect when it comes to situations that might lead up to hurting other people. Do you, do you have a weapon of choice? You are a killer. Actually, better phrased, you have a killer instinct. But here's here's the problem. Stabbing is out of the question. Gunplay, distasteful. But constantly in your brain, retaliation 
calls you. Revenge seems sweet. Let's change that. Revenge seems necessary. Revenge seems human. Revenge seems to be justice. So let me ask you what, since you're not going to want to stab, 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 stabby, 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 with your gun, what is a civilized murder? What would a civilized murder be? Is it gossip? I, I remember, I think I was 17 years old when I, uh, I suddenly discovered my penis. Don't get me wrong, I knew about it before then. It's just that my penis seemed to suddenly gain voice, begin to share ways that it could be of use to me other than the simple ways that I was presently using. It sat down one day with me and it said, listen, here's what we can do. And it was, what was amazing was at the same time, my girlfriend's, girlfriend's vagina began to speak. And what was even more intriguing is that the two of them began to chat together. And they, once they started chatting and back and forth, the vagina and the penis, they just wanted to spend all their time together. It was weirdly wonderful. But see, I was so young and I was, grew up in the middle of America where I didn't get a whole lot of information on, on what you would call sex ed. Sex ed was a guy in our town who everybody thought might be gay. I had no, vet, uh, no awareness of things. So when my, my girlfriend's vagina, over here, and my penis, when they got together, they made a baby. <laughs> That's not the worst part. Are you ready for the worst part? The baby was out of wedlock. I don't know what that means exactly. I don't know what the difference is between a child that's conceived in wedlock and out of wedlock. The kid doesn't know the difference. The kid's not down, down there going, Why couldn't you get a license? But when the town found out, my girlfriend and I went from being fine, upstanding young students at the local school to evil examples of a, with a bad testimony to the rest of the children, filled with evil and darkness and sin. So the gossip started. Now, let me, let me tell you what gossip is. Gossip always has two catchphrases. What do you think? Whenever I hear somebody come up to me with the phrase, what do you think about Bill and Sally? What I know is that they want to get in there up to their elbows in gossip. The other catchphrase of a gossiper is, I don't know, I'm just getting tired of. I don't know, I'm just getting tired of these kids' penises and vaginas talking around together before they got a marriage license and trapped themselves for the rest of their lives. 
Sí, sí. So, I sit here today, many, 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 many years later, still stunned by the gossip that came because my penis talked to her vagina and we didn't have enough sense to know that that would lead, that conversation would lead to a child. I mean, we kind of knew, but we didn't know the, how easy it was. So they gossiped about us. They, there's still parts of me that I wonder sometimes if they're not dead. There's still, there's, there's optimism that I will never be able to retrieve again because of that gossip that tried to murder my soul. Because every time I try to be simple again, every time I try to be gentle and opt uh, optimistic and hopeful, that memory comes to my mind. Is it alienation? Isn't that murder when we alienate people? Well, I don't know. I'm no, I, I don't have anything against Billy. Let's just stay away from him in case he's got it. He's got that thing that we know we don't like. Isn't alienation a form of murder? Isn't that what you do with, when you murder somebody? You kill them so their body's over here in the cemetery and you're over here doing your business. What's the difference if the person's alive if you completely alienate yourself from them? Is it, is, could murder, could this killer instinct in us be just a desire to establish the superiority of our race? Now, we don't do it anymore with white hoods and burning crosses, but instead what we do because we're still being haunted by the sirens of life. We talk about our culture, our heritage, what the, the good old white race, the good old black race, the good old Chinese people. We talk about our culture, but quietly, We wink at each other because we know it's code for we're better than they are. Yes, we goddamn are better than they are. And they don't know exactly that we think that, but let's murder their chances to become our equals. Is politics a way to murder people? Oh, you voted for him, huh? Oh, my God. You ignoramus. Oh, you voted for him, huh? Oh, my goodness gracious. What do you want to turn our country into? Communism? I shall alienate you. I shall gossip about you. I shall spread false information about you and pretend like it's not murdering. Pretend like it's not an instinct to kill because you can kill somebody's will. What's the difference? Kill their body, kill their will. You say, well, there's a big difference. In one case, you die and you, you can't live anymore. But how about having your will killed? Then you're living, but you can't, you can't feel anymore. You can't strive anymore. You can't improve anymore. You can kill somebody. You can kill somebody by gossiping, by alienating them, by trying to establish the superiority of your race or by using politics. Or God knows you can murder people off with a dollar bill.
I got money, you don't. I got money, you don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be poor forevermore. Oh, do da day. You take away the will to earn a dollar, and it, they only encourage the instinct to steal one. You can kill somebody by suffocating their rights. You can starve people of appreciation. Well, I know I should say thank you, but you're not going to get it from me. No, you should know. You know what I feel. You know I appreciate you. You are a killer. You have the inclination. Now, let's talk about the evolution of this mayhem. Ta 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 ta! First, we disagree. Then, we discuss. We argue because we have other problems we haven't worked out before with this person. This isn't a new situation. We have unresolved conflicts. So this is not something new. So we, 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 are, we decide to just leave it between us in a disagreement. I leave you and start out seeking allies who will agree with me. And of course, so do you. I, I'm astounded how many people come around and say, listen, I, I'm, hey, buddy, I'm on your side with that one. I don't know what's with this crazy person you're dealing with. I'm, I, I'm astounded how many people agree with me that, 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 that come along and say, yeah, that guy, that guy, that girl, they're idiots. Likewise, you're equally astounded how many folks take your story about our disagreement and think that I am completely demented and out of my mind. Conversations ensue, long ones, filled with gossip, filled with supposition. Have you ever wondered why he wears that cross the way he does? Have you ever wondered where he goes in the middle of the night when he drives into the big city? All sorts of conversations filled with gossip ensue. Camps are selected. There has to be some way to distinguish your good guys from my good guys, right? You know, you got to know which team you're on so we can find your bad guys and you can unrighteously call us evil. Lines are drawn. Grudges are begun. Then we do the greatest disservice known to mankind. We simply disinclude. <laughs> Well, I don't know why, um, you know, I'll have to ask my wife why you weren't on that list invited to the party. I'm sure it was just a oversight. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Well, we'll have to rectify that. Got to update those files. See you later. And deep in our hearts, we know we're lying to each other. And lying is another form of dying. Lying is another form of dying and killing Yes, we disinclude. You're not allowed to buy from my store anymore. I'm not going to let you do that because of the things you do in the privacy of your own house. You can't get a cake from me. You can't get a new hat from me. You can't come to my church. You can't join my Lions Club. You can't do the following or the other. One day, some of the younger members of our troop, they, 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 they've heard what the old Lions have been talking about. 
And so they're out there with their friends and they lose their cool. A fight breaks out and our children return to us damaged. One of them actually dies from injuries. Oh my God, justice. Some justice is required here. And by justice, we mean retribution. We mean retaliation. Finding the courts insufficient. Give me a break. Who can wait that long? We seek a battlefield. A war is declared. Because we are too old, we have to send our children, our promised ones, out to fight for us. They are killed. Our babies are killed, which makes us even more angry and determined. Meanwhile, we keep people studying so more children can be made to continue the war. Somebody suggests peace. We shake our heads and we sigh. Oh my God, wouldn't that be terrific? Too bad it's impossible. It's impossible because those people are motherfucking sons of a bitches. So we kill. There is a killer instinct in each and every one of us. We seek retribution, retaliation may seem fruitless, but we don't care. We want to try because deep in our hearts, when somebody says, you know, that's not going to work, it's not going to work to take the eye out of the person who took your eye out. We say, why? Why do you say that? You know, why do you think that love, why do you think that turning the other cheek does anything but give you bruised facial, facial tissue? Because retribution is a solution that fails to ever fix a problem. World War I did not solve the problems of the American Civil War. And World War II did not solve the problems of World War I. And the Korean War didn't help out. The Vietnam War didn't help out. The situation we had in the Middle East has not helped out. The situation in Iraq has not alleviated the pain. The situation in Afghanistan is not. And, it, and now we go into Syria, and everybody's just as crazy as they were the first day that the whole mess started. For every time you retaliate, your victim or his family plans to get you. The curse never stops. Therefore, it achieves nothing. Have we really become people who are comfortable, who have become comfortable achieving nothing? You are tempted to kill. Sometimes you do that by just stealing the humanity from other souls. Or, as I find out so long ago with my girlfriend, just having your reputation demolished. You must find a way to express yourself. You must find a way to contradict that killer instinct without slaying the potential 
life, love, and hopes of another. The good news is you are a killer, but don't have to be. The better news is if you choose not to, yes, if you choose not to follow the killing ways of human society, gradually, The killing instinct disappears. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>